The reading today is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 7 to 18. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with brooks, streams, and deep springs gushing into the valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his command, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to There you go. Nice cup of tea. Thank you. Let's give thanks to God for our food before we eat. Why do we have to thank God when the food came from Sainsbury's? It's not manna from heaven, you know. Well, where did Sainsbury's get food from? A farmer, bread from wheat, milk from cows, tea from a farmer in India, maybe. Except for the baked beans. I don't know where they came from. Maybe they came from God. (laughs) So you think we should just thank God for the baked beans? Yes, because I can't think how they ended up in a can looking like that. It didn't happen on a farm, did it? Uh, Yes, the lesser known miracle of the mighty great baked bean. I think the clue's in the name. They are actually beans. Haricot beans, to be precise, and they are grown by farmers. Then, uh, well, baked, and put in tomato sauce, which is made with some tomatoes, which are grown by farmers. Right, so we should thank farmers for baked beans. No, no. We still thank God for baked beans and the bread and the tea with the milk in it. Even though it all came from farmers and Sainsbury's? (laughs) Yes, because it's God who makes things grow. Not farmers? (laughs) Well, yes, it's farmers who plant the wheat seeds and the haricot bean seed and the... I've no idea how tea grows. It's probably from seed two. 
and farmers milk the cows. So what are we thanking God for? For creating the seeds in the first place. Oh, and cows. Cows? Yes, cows don't grow from seeds. I never said they did. Thank you, God, for cows. And seeds, and things that make seeds grow. Like stuff from cows. <laughs> There's no need to go into all the details. I was thinking more along the lines of the sun and the rain, like in the song. We plough the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. But it is fed and watered by God's almighty hand. He sends the snow in winter, the water to swell the grain. in the microwave. Guess I'll come with you. Okay, so we've got good land, good food, wheat and barley, cereals, vines and figs, pomegranates, olives, oil, Honey. It's a land where we'll never go hungry. There is always food on the table. We're lucky. We're blessed. We live in a land where there is plenty of food, so we should never go hungry. And for most, there is always food on the table. We do have enough. What a good land. Haven't we done some great things? It's a joyful passage, isn't it? We heard from before. There is so much to be thankful for in our world and in our lives. And we're here to celebrate that at harvest. But wait a minute. What's really the point in harvest? As we've kind of heard about, what connection do we have here in Birmingham with farming and harvest anymore? In fact, when we were planning for this service, I heard about this church that doesn't have a harvest service anymore for that very reason. They feel that we're too far removed. And admittedly, our ultra-processed food might be a long way from animals or crops growing in a field. That's true. Maybe rather than Harvest Festival, what we need is McDonald's Sunday and give thanks for all the fast food restaurants. <laughs> in fact, teaching in cities in the past, I've come across kids who weren't quite sure of the connection between the chicken in the old McDonald's farm with the chicken in their McDonald's McChicken sandwich. Maybe there isn't actually a connection. I don't know. <laughs> That's a bad example, I guess. <laughs> But I think you get my point. And as the drama suggested, maybe, or sometimes it seems more appropriate to give thanks to Mr. Sainsbury's, Mrs. Aldi, Mark Spencer, than God for the food on our table. And the passage didn't just refer to food, did it? It's not just good food that they've got. It's a land full of resources, springs and lakes, iron out of rocks, copper from the hills. The land they were going to was a good land with good food and good resources. And what a great land we have with good food 
and good resources. So many resources, so much wealth in our country, as well as relative safety and, as I said, supermarkets around full. I was, as I was preparing this, I was reminded of when we lived in Kathmandu, one of the different, biggest differences between shopping in Kathmandu and shopping in Sainsbury's in England is the yogurts. You walk into Kathmandu shop, and this is not like a this is a decent shop for middle class Kathmandu people. People, uh, you know, and the choice for yogurt is chini or nachini, sugar or no sugar in my yogurt. Hmm, sugar or no sugar? Which one do I want today? Walk into Sainsbury's, and I've got a whole aisle full of yogurt. Greek, low fat, high fat, lots of sugar, not so much sugar, plenty of fruit in the yogurt, and even ones where you've got yogurt and then something really sweet and sugary to undo all the goodness that's in the yogurt, (laughs) which you can plonk into the other half. So much choice, so much breadth of what we have available to us. That's a good thing. We have a lot to be thankful for, and we are relatively wealthy. 46% 46% of the world, I read last week, live on less than $5.50 per week. By the world's measure, we're very wealthy. And so the key point of our reading today, and in fact Harvest Festivals, isn't it, is to give thanks. Give thanks to God and remember to give thanks to God, not forgetting. And we've done that, haven't we now? We've paused, we've thought about things we're thankful for, and we're doing that through the songs we're singing today. We're pausing, we're giving thanks to God for our blessings And part of the reason we give thanks, as the passage says, is to remind us we haven't done it all on our own. See, I have here a very big and heavy box. And if I try and lift it up, I I, I just can't do it. Can you come and give me a hand here? Yeah. Oh, there we go. See, now I've lifted the box. I've lifted the box. Aren't I great and strong? I can lift this box. But I didn't do it all on my own. I had help, and I have to thank him for it. There's nothing wrong with help and support. There's nothing wrong with uh, having a good selection of yogurts in our Sainsbury's aisle. But let's be thankful for it. Let's not forget that. We can be thankful for it. If I start thinking to myself, I did all this all by myself. I'm rich. It's all mine. Well, I think I need to stop and think again. And for me, that was the second point of our passage. We thank God, but remember we haven't done it all ourselves. As the message puts it, it is God who gives us the strength to produce this wealth. And if we didn't do it all on our own strength, well, it almost seems impolite to try to keep it all to ourselves. So the point of our harvest services today is to pause and to give thanks, to remember we haven't done it all by ourselves, and to think about how we can help others and support others. So as we pause and give thanks for the provision on our table, for the money in our bank account, for the answers to our prayers, for the good opportunities we have in school, work, life, for guiding us through the deserts and the tough times of our lives, for all he has given us. Let's give thanks. We can thank God for iPads and baked beans, for McDonald's and farmers, for having more than $5.50 a week to live on, for all that we have, for all that he has done. We thank God.